Hey, welcome everyone to 2022. We hope you had a great end to 2021 with another year brings another episode of the F Sharp podcast presented by Harmony Wealth. I am your host, Tanner Bortnam, and with me is co-host Adam Henning. In this episode, we start the year discussing the hot topic of cryptocurrency. What exactly it is, what all the hype is, and does it fit into your financial plan? We hope you find this episode helpful. Please like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the F-Sharp Podcast, presented by Harmony Wealth, a podcast geared to educate you on all things financial. Co-hosts Tanner Bortnam and Adam Henning discuss various financial topics presented in a consumable and entertaining manner. Tanner is a certified financial planner, JD, and financial expert, while Adam is a marketing professional and small business owner. It's time to harmonize. Sit back and enjoy the episode. Your future self will thank you. Three, two, one. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Yeah! Hey, everybody. What's up? Hey, Adam. How you doing? Good. Welcome to the first episode of 2022. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, uh, did you make any New Year's resolutions? You big into that? I... No. I do not like New Year's resolutions. I, well... I rephrase them and just formulate goals um, for the yeah, for the year. Yeah, that's fair. Um, which I think is more realistic. I feel like they're synonyms. Don't you think they're synonyms, though? Yeah, but everybody's New Year's resolution, resolution is like a goal. lose weight, and that's like dumb. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, to each their own. Everyone has their own goal. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I get you. I think, uh, I think the... The aspect of the New Year's resolution just to set a New Year's resolution is is silly. Um, I mean, I don't know what the stat is, but it's some um, outrageously high number that are already given up by the end of January. Um, but I do like goal setting. I really do like goal setting. I think that this is a good time of year to, um, you know, if you listen to one of our previous podcasts of what things to do towards the end of the year, uh, you know, hopefully you've been thinking about this and and you know what what uh, goals you want to set for you know, here now in 2022. And, and, you know, I, I think that that's a, a really good time to set them now and, and something that you care about. And yeah, I'm, I'm all about goals. I'm all about really good, concrete, you know, challenging yet meaningful goals. Agreed. I, I set personal goals and then some, um, professional goals and, I really haven't done that. It's more of been like a in my brain thing. But last year, I for the first time wrote them down. And yeah, same. Yeah, I did pretty good. I won't lie, I didn't get them all, but doing again the same thing again this year. So excited for that. Nice. Yeah, well, and that's. I mean, I think that's the other aspect. We need to be okay, not always reaching our goals. I mean, 
sometimes things come up. Sometimes you might have been too aggressive on your goal, but you know, it's kind of a fine line there to walk too. You don't want to give up too easily either, you know, but there could be, you know, obviously learning throughout the failure of not reaching your goal that helps you the next year achieve it or, or whatever it is. But yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I don't like the New Year's resolution just to make one, right. but I like goals. You know what? One goal I didn't complete. That's so lame. What's that? It's such an easy one. Goal number five under personal. Take a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> like a legitimate one. Oh, like an ex- Oh, man. Know. No, I, I, I had that one. Uh, I had that one booked up real quick. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a, I guess it wasn't a goal per se of, of ours, but I definitely would have achieved that and tried to always achieve uh, going on vacation at least once. How sad is that? When a goal of take, uh, taking a vacation becomes a goal, what is wrong with me? Well, just make it again and well, I've already com- come into my wedding. Well, so yeah, that's already one. complete. I put it down for 2022 <laughs> and I can already mark it complete because Hawaii tickets Boom, are booked. Pew, 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 pew. That's right. Check mark. It's done. You're welcome. Helped you out <sighs> with that. And I, uh, no offense. I don't know which one I'm more excited for, your bachelor party in Vegas or the wedding in Hawaii. It's going to be good. Yeah, well, that you have that right. Um, you know, I I will I know your I answer. I will say the the wedding. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's uh that is my answer, but even if it wasn't, that would definitely need to be my answer. <laughs> Otherwise, uh it's probably not a good thing. So I feel like I'm underestimating the beauty of Hawaii, but we'll we'll see what that Probably it's it's awesome, uh, but we don't need. That's not what this podcast is about. It's not about. Are you sure? Um, yeah, <laughs> it's not about Hawaii. It's not about any of that. We're we're talking finances and and whatnot. But yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be a good time when we get there. I I so, don't have any puns or cool analogies for our topic today. So, well, that's all right. The last the last one we did, you know, we set the bar pretty high with all of our analogies. So. Uh, Let's uh let's just start twenty two off here. Uh a little, little easier. We'll just kinda ease into the topic. How about so we'll what, what are we talking we'll about today? Start with something new. Cryptocurrency. It's something new. Ah, yeah. All right. Well, crypto it, it's to some people. But uh that that's right. Well, it's a hot topic. You know, it's uh it's definitely something that seems to come into flavor and then go out of style and come back roaring um and you know it's 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 back uh you know in favor now and and uh and top of people a lot of people's mind and a lot of people want to know what is it what do you do with it what's you know they want to know everything so what do we got on the docket today about crypto let's just start in the well okay so i'll just first start our position and goal of the podcast i don't think we're gonna sit here and label ourselves experts in cryptocurrency. I think we the the goal yes. of this is yep, just fair. to give people a, a good overview of what it is. We're not gonna break it down their functions, and certainly not gonna give you any speculative advice on anything and what to invest in. We're just kind of going over it, what it is, and should you be um, buying in, investing, however you want to um, define that. Um, so after you listen to them. or should yeah should you be considering yes. investing yeah. and where can you 
go to find more research, you know, for yourself if that's something you want to pursue. But yeah, so with that said, I agree with all of yep. that. With that said, what what is cryptocurrency? <laughs> uh, well, it's it's a lot of things. Um, from I, I guess from a very very high level, the the easiest one to think about, and we'll we'll talk kind of a, the mainstream ones is uh, you know Bitcoin. Everyone's I'm sure heard of Bitcoin, you know, or Ethereum is kind of the secondary um, one that a lot of people have probably heard of. And you know, I I think they technically probably are actual little coins or whatever. I don't I'm not sure, um, but it's it's kind of a hybrid. It's kind of a couple of things. On one hand, some people think of it as a, you know, an, an alternative form of currency and a way to pay for things. Um, and you can, you know, they take Bitcoin in certain areas and for certain places. And uh, El Salvador, uh, you know, recently made Bitcoin, I think their national right, yep. currency or something. Um, so, you know, it can be used as money and transacted in and out um i'm not going to say similar to the u.s dollar because obviously u.s dollar is taken everywhere uh where bitcoin is not but it's a form of currency but then it's also a technology and underlying all of these coins and there's thousands of different coins out there but underlying each of them is this what's called blockchain technology and you know again as we stated we're not experts um in any of this but from a from a basic standpoint blockchain is a uh think of it kind of like an accounting ledger um you know it's a it's a ledger in there that that works electronically and it's because of how it is designed and set up it it can't be manipulated and it's very very secure and you know you can't uh, you can't have people changing things or cooking books or you know any of that stuff. Anything that happens on on you know these blockchains is it happens and and it's kind of cemented in in stone so to speak from how I understand it. And um, so you know some of the pros of the blockchain technology are uh, you know extra privacy, um, security, uh, you know and 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 speed of processing transactions. Um, you know, banks are looking. I mean, blo- blockchain technology. I'm very, very excited about um, the technology itself. The coins. Uh, I'm kind of up in the air. Um, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not sold that they're going to become a a currency. But I guess El Salvador is proving me wrong on on that front. From a, but I don't. I don't know if any any major country is going to all of a sudden. You know, I don't think America is going to turn around and be like, oh, okay, well, Bitcoin's now the American currency and we're going to get rid of the dollar. I just, I just don't foresee that happening. Yeah. I mean, that would be a, a huge shift, but well, and they'd have to give up their power. I mean, right. that's, they, they'd lose the power to control the dollar because, um, cryptocurrency current using it for a currency value. There's, that's what, what some of the push behind people who want it to be utilized as currency and whatnot is the decentralized. It's, it's decentralized. Yeah. Yep. There is no there is no government that can control it and manipulate it. It's um it is purely uh you know, free flow market system, which I love. I love that theory. I love the idea. I love free markets and, and lack of government um you know, getting their hands in there and 
because usually it just slows things down and makes things cost more. So I'm all for that side of things. I just, I'm trying to be a realist. I just don't know if, I, if at least not in the near term, I don't foresee that, um, you know, becoming a, a, a big player in actual currency. But it is accepted places. You can buy stuff with it. Yep. And it is an interesting, the whole decentralization part of it. And some, there's just so many. Everybody's got a crypto now, I feel like. But broadly speaking, when it comes to decentralization, it removes reserves and, and central banks from managing the supply. But whoever owns or starts the crypto would ultimately surface the the central bank so right it depends on yeah because someone right could just who do you want controlling yeah, it um to yep. reduce the value and avoid inflation but yeah the blockchain part is the <clears throat> i think the, the the key part of everything here to focus on i think that's why you know bitcoin and, and ethereum have, have have created the market cap that they have currently um based on that computer system. And to my knowledge, that's that's what it is, and that's how mining is processed. It's just taking available hardware and um, putting it towards solving the mathematical problems of sending the transaction from user A to user B to, to pay for whatever or send it. So, um, mm-hmm. so offering up, if you will... And this is a very <laughs> generic, your computer, your computer is not um, big enough. Hardware isn't robust enough to do this, but offering up memory or space hardware on your computer to solve um, a mathematical prog- problem to um, complete and finalize that transaction. That's how you would gain a portion of, in this case, Bitcoin. Um so yeah, that general ledger that you talked about, public, you can't change it, secure. Um, so it's just ever evolving. But it's interesting because I think I, I recently read that Visa's transaction power is, I think, four. That could be wrong for like four thousand transactions per second, and Bitcoin is only at like thirty. So um, they're. And I think that Ethereum too is is going to evolve and and get better. So right now, you know, there's some transaction power with you know credit cards and and a company that big as, as Visa is. You sit there and look at it and say, yeah, that's uh, why would I be interested in crypto when it's complete? You know, a lot slower. But I think the evolution of blockchain with um the security factor that we talked about and the, the general ledger, I think it's only going to get better um, as more the potential of more people become miners, if you will. Yeah. Well, and as blockchain evolves, um, you know, new, new blockchains, which means a new coin or different coins can work off of different blockchain. Yeah. It's yeah, again, Beyond our knowledge yeah. here, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I, I'm very, very interested in the blockchain technology. I think that it's the technology itself is going to um, really revolutionize how we do a lot of things. Um, and we may not even really know about it, you know, because I feel like a lot of what it's revolutionizing is things behind the scenes that we also 
you know, until you just told me that, I wasn't aware that Visa transacts 4,000 per second. Like, that's just something they do behind the scenes. And so, you know, it, it's going to help make that more secure, can't change it. And once they can get the speeds up, you know, a lot of blockchain will be utilized in, in transacting and sending money and sending information and, you know, just different different things that need to be secure. Um, and yeah, it's going to be really, really interesting to watch that evolve over the years. Yeah, just I'm looking it up again here. Um, yeah, peak 4,000 transactions per second. Wow. And wow. Pay, that's a ton. PayPal, in contrast, 10. <laughs> wow. Right. And, you know, like, like we're saying, it, it's going to take some time, you know, oh, the sorry, different sorry, cryptocurrencies sorry, sorry. that come out. 115, 115 transactions, but still huge difference. For who? Visa PayPal. or for? Oh, PayPal. You're right. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and anyways, anyways, that that's, that's enough on digging into the weeds <laughs> of these. So, um, kind of moving on to that, uh, you know, what are some popular cryptocurrencies that are out there? Uh, obviously we've touched on it, Bitcoin, Ethereum, probably the two biggest. I mean, we could riddle off a name of 10, 15 others. There's 15,000 um, cryptocurrencies currently being traded publicly. Yeah. Fif yeah. And, and most of, well, and of that, of those 15,000 junk, I mean, would you, would you, right, exactly. Would you say that even a hundred of them are currently worth I have no idea. I mean, it's all again, about finding out what their function is and if there's a function or it's just a meme coin like Doge. Or it's a meme. Right. And that is where people need to be careful. Um, yes, Dogecoin. Yes, Shiba Inu coin. Now I heard that there's a Shiba Inu Europe coin that's taking off. I mean, these are all these meme ones that just go up astronomically fast because of really no reason... And that's why they're categorized as these meme stocks or meme coins. And, you know, just you have to be careful with those. If, if, the, you know, if this is something you're looking into, if maybe getting into cryptocurrency or if you're already in it, you know, please like please look into the ones you're buying. You know, make sure it's it actually is doing a function or is working towards doing some sort of function and isn't just because it's a picture of a cute dog <laughs> on the outside and that's the reason that it even exists and, and Elon goes and, on SNL you know. and right. Well, but that's the thing. Like you don't know when Elon's going to go on and talk about the next one. So how do you beat Elon to the punch to buy it before he talks about it? You don't know any of those. So you can't, you can't bank on that and it doesn't do anything. And you know, as we were talking about right before the episode, I mean, Dogecoin, and even Shiba Inu, it's been coming down. I mean, so if people didn't, people, had a potential to make boatloads of money if you were one of the first people in and if you sold near the top. But if you are somewhere in between, like, I hope, I hope you made some money. I hope you got out. Um, because, you know, those coins don't do anything. It's kind of like, you know, and I don't want to get into this. This is a separate episode, you know, that we have queued up for later. But it's kind of like GameStop last year. Mm -hmm. It's a terrible company. <laughs> and the, the fact that it went up to what it did was not based in logic at all. It was based on a bunch of people that wanted to do that. And that's kind of what some of these coins have done. So, you know, just because a coin's hot, if you're fine, you know, 
Shiba Inu 2.0 or whatever the next one is, you know, German Shepherd coin. Like, if you want to get into that, something that's a meme stock, just make sure that you're getting out. Take your profits, get out, you know, or don't put in more than you're willing to. You know, treat it like gambling. Literally treat those ones like gambling. Like, Light it on you're going fire. out and you're exactly you're putting your money on black and you're hoping that roulette wheel you know comes up black and if it comes up red you lost your money and that's how you should treat it don't put out any more than than you're willing to lose on those so you know there's all those meme ones you're gonna have uh some of the more popular ones you know like we said bitcoin ethereum uh let's see there's monero there's uh stellar lumens there's ripple there's cardano there's bitcoin light litecoin uh i'm sure there's why well, obviously there are others i'm missing since there's fifteen thousand of them yeah. um you know we don't we don't need to go through all of them just do kind of do some research on the ones you think are gonna that you like the underlying technology because that's how the value is going to be there in the underlying technology the underlying um blockchain technology that it utilizes and what it's trying to do. Cause each of them are trying to do different things. You know, like ripple, for example, it's still using blockchain, but it's trying to work with banks to help make more secure transaction processing. You know, while other ones are working, you know, Ethereum's working with NFTs and different ones are working with different things. And some of them are part of the working with the metaverse. And I, I read the other day that people are buying virtual land in the metaverse for millions of dollars like land that doesn't exist physically it's in the metaverse they're buying it for thousands of dollars and they think there's great potential out there so you know it's like you got to find out what what it is like buying stars treat it like a company <laughs> yeah oh yeah i mean treat it like a i do not want to claim that these are similar to stocks but treat them like a stock you wouldn't just walk up and pick a stock ticker and be like i'm gonna buy this you'd find out what does that company do and i want to buy that so if you're looking at getting into crypto, um, you know, find some, do some research, find what they ones you like. What do they do? Does that seem to have a future, you know, use? And then invest only as much as you're willing to lose. So as these currencies have become more popular, the the ease of buying them have also grown um, easier and more accessible. So talk about some of the ways that uh, if you're interested in investing in some of the cryptocurrencies, how do we go about doing that? Sure. Um, the one I'll talk about first is is a website. It's called Coinbase. Um, reason I'm talking about that is just because that's one I'm most familiar. I do have some cryptocurrency um, for my personal uh, you know, investments. And, and I use Coinbase. I think it's very easy. Um, it was one of the first. It's from what my knowledge is, it's one of the most secure. Now, does that mean it can't be hacked? Of course not. I mean, the government of the United States gets hacked, so any company can get hacked. So, But it's it's one of the easier ones in my standpoint. Um, has you know a lot of different options on there of of the types of coins. You know, they don't have they don't have all fifteen thousand on there by any means, but they have the main ones on there. Um, but the other big thing to think about before I kind of get to some other options is on any of these, you got to be careful. You don't want to be a trader, in my opinion. You know, if you're going to buy these, you want to you want to buy them and hold them for a while because 
every time you transfer money or buy a coin or trade that coin for a different coin or sell a coin, you're getting hit with a transaction cost. And all that does is, is just a fee for Coinbase or for any of these other platforms that you buy it on. And all it is is just eating away at the money you're trying to get invested. And uh, you know, some of the other ones that you go to, I know like Robinhood you can do it on, uh, PayPal, uh, SoFi, what were some of the other ones? Am I missing a couple? Cash, I'm the sure Cash App. Um, okay, I think that's the only other one that you know I am actively aware of. I'm sure there's a lot, but yeah, that's how I got kind of sure. started with Robinhood because that was the only, I think at the time, or maybe was the easiest because I had a PayPal, had Venmo, and then they didn't offer it at the Square. time. Square, I think you can buy it on Square now. But at the you know a couple of years um, ago, that's how I got hooked up with Robinhood because the only it was the easiest place for. That was before I knew about Coinbase, um, right? So, yep. So that's that's what you'd want to go to those again. My preference Coinbase, I, but it's because it's what I've used. I would uh, echo uh, that twenty eighteen too, for the pure fact that I, as I'm stating this, Robinhood and PayPal, I don't know about SoFi but currently don't offer transfer. So if you wanted to transfer that to a different wallet, they don't have that functionality yet. They're working on it, and they stated in their apps. But Coinbase has that. So um, Yeah. Well, I'm just a, not a fan of Robinhood in general, so I will never recommend them for anything. PayPal is a good company. But like we said, Coinbase has everything that you need uh, and and you know, could use, it has the wallet, it has a transfer, the, uh, I don't know what the fees are on, on all the other ones. Cause I only use Coinbase. Um, but if you're not trying to buy and sell and, and be a trader of it regularly, uh, you know, you're going to help save your costs on that by transaction costs by not having as many transactions. And so, yeah, I, I would say Coinbase, but there are obviously others out there that, that, uh, any of our listeners could use. And most apps will charge you to load money to the account. I don't know if they offer um, or charge a a fee to buy the crypto. It might be to sell. Okay. But Coinbase is not. Coinbase is just a, a buy and a sell. And the nice part is as there's more competition, I mean, because I've, I've had crypto since, you know, in 2018. And, um, you know, it's the the cost to buy this has significantly gone down significantly i mean they used to charge a percentage of a bitcoin each time where now it's you know i think the last trade i made on coinbase was you know 350 or $3.95 or something like that um you know which is significantly less than what you had to give up before you know via giving up a percentage of of bitcoin and and so it's a lot easier it's a lot easier buy if if it's something that you're wanting to get into now so do you have many clients approach you with adding this as a a part of their financial plan or is this just going to be kind of separate of the diversification process of just keeping it separate from other investments uh, I do have I do have clients that ask about it, um, you know, and I 
give them the same information that that we're we're talking about on this podcast. Yeah, obviously not an expert. Here's what I know. Um, I do not buy it for clients. Um, currently, I cannot buy it for clients. It is not a security. It is not an investment. Um, so I cannot hold that. Uh, you know, as as their investment advisor. Um, so if, if a client of mine wants to purchase it, you know, they have to set up their own account at Coinbase or or wherever they choose and and buy it themselves. Um, now, I think you know that leads into the next question of should it be a part of a financial plan? And that obviously depends on your age and your financial plan, um, you know, and how aggressive you want to be in different things. But in my opinion, I'm not opposed to people owning crypto. Obviously, like I've mentioned, I have a little bit. Um, but I'm, I don't think it's the end-all be-all. I, I don't think any investment should be your end-all be-all. It's, that's why it's called diversification. And that's why, you know, if you're going to go into crypto, uh, don't, don't overload yourself. You know, start small, have a maximum that you're going to put in that you're absolutely willing to lose. You know, like Adam said, whatever that amount is, if it's 20 bucks, 100 bucks, 1000 bucks, 10,000 bucks, I mean that that's your call, but basically whatever that amount is, you should have the mentality of well, I'm I I could light this on fire and it's not going to change my life. Or I could go take this to Vegas and put this all on, you know, one hand of blackjack and if I lose, I lose and it's not going to change my life and don't put any more into crypto than that because it's Yes, there have been a lot of fortunes that have been made in crypto, but it is still new. And there have been a lot more fortunes made in the regular stock market than crypto. Um, and probably, I don't know this for a fact, I, so I, I can't state that, but I, I have a very high conviction that on a percentage basis, there's probably more people who suffer pain and loss in crypto than there is people who do it that, you know, percentage wise, um, you know, via the market. So it's just, it's a, it's a new frontier. It's exciting. Um, you know, it's a hot topic now. Feel free to add some to your portfolio, you know, after you talk to your financial advisor or after you do a thorough analysis you know for yourself if it's appropriate for you um, but if you do decide to add some you know make sure that that you're not putting too much of your money that you're not you know not investing too much in it it's just too risky yeah for me it's just kind of fun at this moment yeah absolutely and i'm in the same boat you know it's like ah, uh, if it all goes to zero Am I going to be disappointed? Yes. Of course I am. <laughs> like, no one likes to lose money, right. but is it going to change my lifestyle? No. So I treat it exactly like I just explained to you all listening and to any client that ever asks me is the amount of money I have invested in crypto is what I would go take to Vegas and gamble with and be okay losing. And I don't have a penny more in there because that's the viewpoint that I think people should have right now. Um, you know, if it does become, you know, as facts change, we can change our perception of it. So as, you know, if things come up that make it less risky, well then of course we can start putting more into it or different things, but it just, at this point, it's the facts aren't there. We can't create facts. You're betting. 
you know, hoping well, exactly. But and, and we can't. Right. And we're not going to make up facts to create the narrative that we want. We're going to look at the facts right now. And that's what it is. It's risky. It's like betting. And you're just hoping to pick the right one out of 15,000 that goes up some. If this, if if Doge ever goes to the moon, this this podcast will become my <laughs> full time job. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly, exactly, and that would be. I don't have Doge, so I would need you know something else to to, to go up. Uh, one of the ones I have, but um, yeah, I mean, it's again, don't bank on it. Don't quit your job yet, Adam. <laughs> uh, I, uh, probability is pretty low on that. I uh, saw. So a funny meme of some guy it's a checking my crypto wallet every five minutes to see if i can quit my job (laughs) (laughs) one and some of them are that volatile if you don't watch it like a hawk and you don't get out when it spikes up it can come back down in a matter of minutes i mean and it trades all the time um you know they trade on the weekends they trade overnight it trade it's trading all the time so it's it's a lot. It's very volatile. Anything else we want to talk about with crypto? Um, I think just kind of a recap. You know, obviously be careful. Uh, I hope that that's come through this podcast. You know, not saying don't. You know, you need to make that decision for yourself or with your financial advisor of whether that makes sense to you uh, to buy crypto. But if you do, please be careful. You know, go in it with caution. You can always add more. Um, use a good website. You know, because there are people that go out and hack. Uh, well, they hack everything, but um, crypto is a, a high target. So make sure you're using a good website. Uh, some of the ones we've talked about. Um, I would say focus on good crypto. Don't try to find the next Shiba Inu that's you know worth point zero 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 one of a dollar. Um, you know, go find something that's. 50 cents or a buck or $20 or $200, you know, whatever it ends up being like, find something that's, that's doing something that's, that has a good blockchain behind it. That's trying to solve a problem. That's, you know, has some value to it. And, and hopefully that one, you know, is the one that goes up, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend trying to go find those, you know, fraction of a penny cryptos that hopefully, you know, go up to two pennies type of a thing. Um, and then again, that, you know, that's avoiding the meme ones. And the last one, you know, like we've hit the nail on the head at the end here, don't invest any more than you're willing to lose. And if you do get up, take your profits, take your profits and play with house money. Just let, you know, make, make sure that you're getting that money out of there because um, it, it is volatile and it can, it can fluctuate quickly. To the moon. <laughs> to, to the moon and back in 15 minutes. That's about how long the uh, spike of Doge lasted. Yep, yep. So they all, they all. Well, I shouldn't say they all. A lot of them go through it. But uh, well, anyways, we hope that uh, this has been helpful. We hope that you had uh, a good ending to 2022 and are having an enjoyable start. Oh, sorry, a good ending to 2021. I'm already messing that up. That year uh, went good ending quick. To 2021. <laughs> yes, it did. I always do this at the beginning of the years. So we hope you had a good ending 
to 2021 and are having a good start to 2022. Uh, as Adam, you know, mentioned at the beginning, this is our first podcast of the year. And, uh, you know, if you have enjoyed this, please like, subscribe, share with your friends, uh, let family know. Um, we, we love having uh, our listeners tell us that they're spreading the word. They're sending it out to, to folks uh, that they know because they appreciate you know, what we're doing. So um, the more that you can do that for us, we're very grateful and want to thank you. Uh, we look forward to 2022 here and continuing to put out good quality content that's relevant uh, to what's going on um, day to day and, and month to month, but then also things that our good corner cornerstone financial um, building blocks to to help uh, teach everyone um, you know about financial literacy so uh anyway that's a long enough sign off we appreciate all of you just know that and uh thanks for listening we'll see you in the next episode is for informational and entertainment purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. This podcast does not engage in rendering legal, tax, financial, or other professional services. Investment advisory services are offered through Harmony Wealth, a registered investment advisor authorized to do business in states where registered or otherwise exempt from registration. If you have questions pertaining to your specific situation, please contact Harmony Wealth at 602-935-5155 or at HarmonyWealthAZ.com. 